0: Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com.
1: Here today with Wayne Ferbert, uh, who last week successfully uh, steered a piece of legislation through, uh, which stated that the Human Rights Act cannot override the provisions of the Matrimonial Causes Act, which provides that marriage marriage is a void unless they are between a man and a woman. Um, Mr. Ferber, explain why you did that.
0: Well, basically, Jeremy, if you recall 2013, the government laid an amendment to the Human Rights Act uh, regarding sexual orientation. At that time, uh, many individuals within the Parliament, including myself in particular, uh, challenged the government that if we did what they did, it would open up the opportunity for same-sex marriage. The minister of the day, the Honourable Wayne Scott, told Parliament that this would not happen. The Attorney General at the time, which was Mark Pettingale, made it very clear that the bill that they laid down in 2013 will not open up the opportunity for same-sex marriage. If you recall, it talked about services and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, what happened probably two years later than that, the, uh, the Chief Justice ruled on the bread case mm-hmm. based on the amendment to the Human Rights Act mm-hmm. which allowed anyone who uh, was, was um, uh, could bring in their, their individuals from overseas. That's only because of the idea of the, the amendment. So I felt that it was important for me to lay down a because remember at that time, I'm not sure you recall, I laid down a similar motion in 2013. Mm-hmm. It was defeated
1: mm.
0: on the basis that it would not open up a loophole. Well, I thought I brought to the Parliament, the parliament um, again in March of this year that we want to ensure, once again, that marriage should be defined between a male and a female. I laid it down in the morning. The government recognized the mistake they made in 2013, laid down the same day, Amendments to you, to the Matrimonial Causes Act to define that males, that marriage should be defined between a male and a female. So both parties agreed, myself and the government. I debated mine, and then I rose and reported progress. assuming that the government would make a move and do something. Well, it sat there for uh, three to four months, and it did not it did not at all uh, take place. So that's why we made the amendment. We came back and rose and reported progress into committee stage to ensure the intent, and it's very important. What was the intent of government in 2013? One, to ensure that ma- that marriage should be defined between a male and female. The minister himself recognized it, and every other member recognized it. And that's why I think we got support on Friday on the intent of the government. No, OK. From,
1: from, from your point of view, uh, was this a, a personal, when I say personal, probably a religious conviction, or had you been uh, consulting more
0: widely than that? Well, I, I, I strongly support it. I must admit, it comes from a, from a religious perspective. Uh, I grew up uh, in the church, uh, still attend church. And so it was my personal conviction that marriage should be defined between a male and a female. And I emphasize that marriage yes. should be defined between a male and a female. Yes. Um, the uh, Stubbs' bill was passed, went through. I live with the results. The sexual rotation bill passed, I live with the results. But I was willing to be clear. What was the intent of what Bermudians wanted to uh, It happen? So when the government called for a referendum, uh, and I'm not sure whether you want to get to that later on. Yes, I'm going to come to, come to that later on. But, um, I'll get to that later on, but it's clear at the end of the day what we wanted to do is ensure that marriage should be enshrined.
1: But it's more from a religious perspective, from oh, your
0: yeah. point of view. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I don't have a from that. That's the right press to believe.
1: Um, You mentioned the referendum, and it was going to form my next question. It seems to me that the referendum itself was basically nulled because the uh, appropriate number didn't turn out to vote. It seems to me that because the majority did not turn out to vote, that it's actually a bit of a non-issue with the country.
0: Well, what do you mean null? It was was man-made that said that we would put it at 51%. That was made by the government.
1: OK, but the, it didn't, didn't reach 50%. But let, me,
0: but let me be clear on that. They said it would be non-binding also. Yeah. So there was no binding whether it was no. lower and it was no binding whether it was 80%. But it doesn't matter.
1: It, it, it didn't reach a majority. More than half the people, didn't well, I, I refu- Which
0: kind of suggests... I refute it. That. it suggests that it was a bit of a non-issue for I, other people. I refute that. Because the, the, the percentage that was based on, which 48% turned up, right, of, the, of those that were on the list... But when you subtract those who cannot vote because they're in England, those who are set as, as uh, Jehovah's Witness who do not vote, when you subtract uh, those people who are incarcerated, when you subtract those people who could be at the hospital or other seniors' homes because a lot of them didn't get the opportunity to vote, I'd say there was over 51%.
1: Well, I'm not sure I agree with your analogy there, because the fact is 48%, 49% only turned out,
0: regardless if he's overseed or not. I hear you, but when you say at the end of the day, for those who, if you can't vote, how can you vote? If if I don't vote, how can you include me in in that number?
1: It might be 10%, but you can still see that there's a very significant proportion, even if I take your argument, there's a very significant proportion that don't think it's an issue. No,
0: my son didn't vote. And the reason why he didn't vote, because his daddy was non-binding, why, why I said to he up. We have taken consideration that people just felt it was a waste of time.
1: That's the issue. Well, you say it's a waste of time, but you've constantly quoted the fact that no. the majority agree, don't agree with no. same-sex
0: marriage. I said. I've seen you in quotes. I said that my son said. No, I've seen you in quotes. Yeah, no, I said my son said it was no, a waste of I've seen you in quotes. No, I, I, I support the referendum. Yes, I know. Right, I said my son felt those people who didn't show up was a large amount of people said it was a waste of their time coming up because it was non-binding. So being taken to the fact those individuals who says that, that was what really, at the end of the day, you know, when a, when a real vote coming down or you had a vote on another issue and he says binding, people are, look at uh, a referendum in a different perspective. The government made some serious mistakes and the mistake was, was that they couldn't make up their mind. They didn't have support within a caucus for their um, same-sex marriage. They didn't have support for civil union. And Michael said, or the premier, I should say premier, I'll respect, just through this referendum, hoping, hoping, that same section would be no.
1: Why did you wait to table this amendment until after, after the referendum? You said before it's been on the cards since about March.
0: Well, we had a, we had a break, you know. <laughs> we had an Easter break in
1: between. Sure, but this is the last session of House this week, so it's been quite a long session oh, since uh, yeah. then.
0: Oh. Well, I did wait for the referendum because I want to show the people at the end of the day that was clear. And remember I said to you, I said at the very beginning, The government has, and out of respect for them, because they had the first person to take up the motion, they have on the books, still today. But
1: why did you wait till after the referendum? I just said that. Why? What was was your answer? No,
0: I was waiting for the government to make a move. The government has on the books a bill to ensure that a a marriage should be defined between a male and a female. They have it on the books. And out of respect, that's why I rose a report of progress. Because I met with the attorney general, and another member of cabinet uh, when I laid my bill and said, look, c- let's find some cooperation to move forward. And so I was working with the government hoping that they will bring the bill. They didn't bring it. So I, I'm be- at the very Larry last minute I said, well, fine, if you don't want to bring it, I'm going to bring mine. Did you did talk to the government about it? Uh, on the last one? Hmm. No. They need to.
1: No, sorry, did you liaise with the government about whether they are going to bring up their bill before you brought up yours? But I knew they were going to bring it
0: how do you know that? The government do have a lack of leadership. It's clear they have lack of leadership. You didn't speak to them, though, to say no, they were I going to bring it up? No, I didn't. I didn't speak to them because it's sure they have lack of leadership. The Premier said the day after the referendum, he said, I will leave it up to the decision of the courts. I will wash my hands like Punch and pilot. That's not leadership. We have,
1: we are have- getting into the politics here, but you didn't speak to them about it, so you didn't know what they were going to do.
0: Well, well, let me ask you this question. Have they yet taken up their bill? No. Well, it's irrelevant now, isn't it? Well, it, no, it is relevant because we have, a, we have an agenda where they lay out what they're going to plan to do. They, they tell us what they're going to do. There's no way that they're going to take it up. The Premier said to me on Friday, said, listen, can you hold off your bill? And there's exact words. Can you hold off this bill to be speak to the Commission, Human Rights Commission, and I will support you on Wednesday, which is today? Who did he tell me? I said, Premier, I heard they'll be back in March that they didn't support my bill nor your bill. So why am I going to wait and hear from them once again? They haven't changed their minds. So why listen to three people when I heard 14,000 people say no?
1: I want to come back onto the Human Rights Commission later on in the interview, but in the meantime, there's a very pressing debate tomorrow in the Senate. Um, Have you any indications which way the Senate's going to vote? I think it'll be very close. Um... There's a significant amount of
0: pressure on them to throw oh, it out. It would be a very significant pressure. I mean, oh. Jeff, da- Jeff Barron's made his uh, well, Jeff position very plain. Well, Jeff made his position clear. And he said that he will ensure that the motion fails. He called it vile. Yeah, but let me make it clear to him. I, and I, 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 I um, uh, tweeted Barron. I said, Barron, you, you can fail it. But at the end of the day, the bill... Will be passed. It's a 12-month delay, isn't it? Up to 12. Up to 12 months. Uh, 12 months. In other words, if they if they fail tomorrow, I can bring it back in November, and so, it, then automatically it's okay. the governor.
1: Okay, so I was going to ask the earliest you can bring it back is in November. The when next House session. The
0: next session. Okay. So, but and but then he automatically removes me from his tweet.
1: <laughs> it's really good. If if the Senate does uh, vote to throw it back to the House, and if he does come back in November, that's uh, six months away, five months away. Uh, there is a possibility, of course, that in that time there will be a legal challenge. That's fine.
0: I, I, listen, I don't.
1: I don't. Get if, it. if the legal challenge is successful, Mark Pettingell's legal challenge is successful, and the papers have been filed. Won't that make your amendment? I have no. no, no, time? no I have no
0: problems with the. If process. he wins, I don't have a problem with the process. You know, I'm. am a person who believes that democracy should should decide, one way or the other. If the courts and Mark Penningale wants to take his decision to court, he has a he has a total right to do it. Yeah, of course, he and does. And so yes. I don't knock this. I don't knock it something though that it, um,
1: you rephrase this? Um, will you
0: support the decision of the court regardless? I will have to. I will have to live with the court's decision. I'm not. I I understand the difference between the executive, the legislature, and the courts. They have their own right to make their decision now. And at the end of the day, if they make a decision based on that. But, but it's be very interesting because on what basis will he be making? This would be interesting. what basis will he be making a decision? Because the European Convention has said that same-sex marriage is not even right. That's the first thing. And every case since that time, the Italian case, uh, O'Leary, I think it was O'Leary, um, and then the, the case which just happened in France in June, shot down and said, no, marriage should be defined between a male and a female. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, and, and lastly, the courts—I would have thought—would have to look at, despite the fifty-one percent magical number that one may think, what has most people said based on the referendum, and what the, was the intent of, of the parliament?
1: I'm not sure the courts can take into account a null referendum. I don't know. I don't. I don't disagree. With you. Well, it's nulled, so it has not actually existed. So, yeah. What's, what's, so the courts will have to disregard. But there was that. none mining. Even so it was null, so I don't see how the courts can actually take no, that into account. A, and they'll take into account legal arguments rather than an emotional yeah, argument.
0: But you have a general view of what the people people feels. And that's I, I look I had at the end of the I have no uh, I have no brief for the um, the Chief Justice. At the end of the day he would have to make up his mind on where they should be they should be they should be, they should be going.
1: Call a rule point of law rather than no, a Whatever they do, but it,
0: it's interesting
1: talking about the, the, the legal process uh, Tim Marshall, a lawyer was, uh, was quoted and I'll just read this very quickly. Uh, he said there's a very strong argument that the type of legislation the government passed offends the freedom of conscience and religion provision of the Constitution because it is imposing a law that is quite clearly based on a religious view. Yes
0: that's this that's, 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 that's position.
1: But it's why, why I wanted to ask you in particular about whether this was a religious point, whether this was a religious issue from you.
0: It's not about it's not about that. It's about um, the whole idea of um, that's just his opinion.
1: Well, it's an opinion on a point of law. Yeah, but
0: and you, well, you saw Travel Mannas; the judge do come back uh, near the end of the section and and refute what he said. So, at the end of the day, lawyers will get into courts and argue the case in front of the Chief Justice. Chief Justice will make a decision and the, the government then can appeal it to the, um, a higher court, maybe to the, to, the, to the European courts, who has ruled totally in favour of the rights for states to decide where they want to go. If Bermuda still has a right to go to the European court by that stage. Well, we're still there, <laughs> as, we are, as we're still there. We'll see uh, what happens. That, but that's
1: that's, uh, that's yeah. going to have drag drag. Of course, Sean Crockwell, you've um, uh, told the House as well, we're in breach of the Human Rights Act. If we pass this, and and forgive me for reading this, but I think it's quite important because the Human Rights Commission uh, issued a statement. I want to read from it. Um, It, the Human Rights Act, was enacted to protect all people, in particular affording protection for historically marginalised or vulnerable individuals against discrimination as set out in the Act. The effect of the Human Rights Amendment Bill 2016 is to legally permit discrimination against individuals of a protected class, Thereby enshrining discrimination in the very act that was put in place to protect against it. As a community, regardless of our position on the issue of marriage equality, we should all be concerned about the example this sets. If we, can, if if we can so brazenly undermine our commitment to anti-discrimination in this area, why not in other areas? Now, that's a very powerful statement from them, but it also points to the fact that this could have created a
0: precedent. First of all, dealing with, with their statement, what's your opinion, what's your reflection on that? Well, I, again, I go back to the European Convention, where the European Convention, once they passed, uh, talked about uh, same sex marriage, 13 states within that, who signed, who signed, enshrined in their uh, constitution, that marriage should be defined between male and female. Only 11 states out of that group have moved ahead with it. So despite what they say, I'm just saying what the European Convention has said, 13 states, and, and out of the 120 countries around the world, only 10% has said that marriage should be defined between male and female, should, um, should not, so same-sex marriage should take place. And 90% of the countries, all Asia, Eastern Europe, because not, not all, is only Western Europe, and uh, uh, an African country and the Caribbean, which we kind of, must admit we're kind of part of, is has said that should be marriage should be defined between a male and female. We're within the majority, not the minority. You know. So I ex- again, I respect. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? It's about the protection of the minority. I respect that individual's view. Whoever, whoever that quote is, I respect. Well, I a the Human Rights Commission statement. I respect, but the, come from one person. No, I can't respect. Oh, I'm not sure. The chairman, whoever comes from, I respect her, her or his view. My point is. That we are on good grounds based on what other states around the country, around the world, has done uh, that let the country decide where they want to stay on this issue. But what about the precedent setting? I mean, they actually
1: make a point of saying that it could set a precedent. That's up to them.
0: A precedent for what?
1: A precedent for denying other people. Ah,
0: uh, come on. Their that's, that's stretching it. Is Please it? We'll, Why? No, th- Why, do you think? Why is gonna, that stretching it? You think it? About tomorrow we're going to make a law that. Um, uh, but it does set a precedent. It, it, it set a precedent if, if you're, um, you're not conscious of, of um, certain things, but you can't at the end of the day say that uh, and just blatantly say it's going to set uh, um, a precedent on a particular issue. You can't. I mean, you can say it, but just to say it doesn't mean it's right.
1: When they go on to say human rights and fundamental freedoms are the birthright of all human beings, their protection and promotion is the first responsibility of government, I have to say, I'm, I'm on record as going to say that I didn't, never thought we'd have a referendum on a minority issue. Uh, it's up to governments to protect minorities. Yes.
0: The government couldn't do it. They don't have their votes.
1: Because you brought the bill. No, no, they didn't have the votes. A... Government, as big government, not necessarily a party. They didn't, have the, they didn't have the votes. No, 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 not necessarily a party in power government overall? As I said they didn't have the votes, we wouldn't have voted for it and they, they have the, members of the but other But the side. point is government should be looking to protect the rights of minority
0: Listen, we can make that argument in any country around the world We can make that argument. Uh, and several governments have taken that on board and, and protected the rights of minorities. have not because they have, a majority have not. That's why my point was because you have the right at the end of the day to look at the, the cultural aspect of a certain society and my, the cultural aspect in society of is that is, and must be very strong religiously they very conservative. Matter of fact, we probably have, have benefited from such a conservative religious society of the, over, the, over the years because we could have a lot more troubles in this country. Possibly.
1: Uh, just one more question, of course. The world is changing and perhaps uh, Bermuda needs to change with it.
0: Let me just say that time, the time will tell um, that uh, it, it will change. Generations does change, right? I believe that the next generation of believers in this country will probably do something different than what we're doing now.
1: Okay on that note Mr. Ferber, thank you very much for your time. I it.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com. Your 24/7 Bermuda news source.